When we read the Christian scriptures, we believe we are doing more than simply studying an ancient text. We believe God actually speaks to us through these words. So let's take a moment of silence to clear our minds, quiet our hearts, so we can listen to God's word. Tonight's reading comes from the book of Genesis, chapter 4. The man, Adam, knew his wife, Eve, intimately. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like an eighth grader. Um, <laughs> she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain and said, I have given life to a man with the Lord's help. She gave birth a second time to Cain's brother, Abel. Abel cared for the flocks, and Cain farmed the fertile land. Sometime later, Cain presented an offering to the Lord from the land's crops, while Abel presented his flock's oldest offspring with their fat. The Lord looked favorably on Abel and his sacrifice, but didn't look favorably, favorably on Cain and his sacrifice. Cain became very angry and looked resentful. The Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry, and why do you look so resentful? If you do the right thing, won't you be accepted? But if you don't do the right thing, sin will be waiting at the door, ready to strike. It will entice you, but you must rule over it. Cain said to his brother Abel, Let's go out into the field. When they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. The Lord said to Cain, Where is your brother Abel? Cain said, I don't know. Am I my brother's guardian? And with that, I would like to welcome Marcos. All right. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Marcos Henry, and it is a privilege to be here and encourage each other in Christ. But before we start, uh, I would like to just share a part of my story so you get to know me a little bit better and know where I come from. Uh, But let us pray. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for this beautiful day. And we just ask that you may be the center of everything. That the words that I speak come from you, Lord. And that you just show your love through your word. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Well, I was born in San Diego. And I was raised in Mexico. I know it's kind of weird, but yes, I was born in San Diego, (laughs) raised in Mexico, specifically in Morelia, Michoacan, which is really down south in Mexico. And um, I have a lot of family there. And my childhood was really fun because I I loved to have parties. My family would do a lot of these fun parties, and it was really exciting. And we used to have about 100 to 150 minimum people just coming to our parties in the weekend. It would be all my aunties, uncles, cousins, you know, everybody would just be around there. And as I got older, I found out and I realized that those who I was calling uncles, aunties, and cousins were really not my family, or at least blood-related family. They are long-time friends from my extended family. So long, they just became family. They never split or consider stop being family. They loved me as their own, and I loved them as our own. But I wonder, what are the requirements for someone to be considered family? I did some digging, and I found out five different ways family is formed. Nuclear family, that is the immediate family within the household. The extended family, 
Family of different generations living together. The blended family, and that is families who co-parent or two single-parent household join together. The fictive uh, uh, kin, and these are the godparents, uncles and aunts that have relational importance in the family. And the adoption family, those are the ones who have adopted and built a family together. However, we have a sixth family structure. That is the spiritual family in the kingdom of God through Jesus. In the scriptures, Jesus teaches us that those who do the will of my Father in heaven are my brother, sister, and mother. So I want you to look at each other real quick. Can y'all just look at each other? I know it's a little bit awkward, but just, just look at each other. Just look at each other. Look behind you. Look behind you. Those who are like, just look behind you. Who are the people behind you? Who are the people in behind you? Who, who are the people in front of you? You're going to see the back of their heads. I, I'm bald, but you know, who you, who you see? Do you consider them family? Not, not like, oh, yes, that's my family, but as your true family. And if not, why don't you? And that makes me wonder to ask this question. Where is your brother and sister? Is it outside the church walls? Is it outside our own nuclear family? Is it the church? Where is my brother and sister? You see, God asked this very question to Cain about Abel. And why would God ask that question? And how do we invite that question to shape us today? So we're going to be reading the passage that was read earlier. Genesis chapter 4, verse 1 through 9. And the word says, And Adam knew Eve, his wife. And she conceived and bore Cain, saying, I have gotten a man with the help of the Lord. And again, she bore his brother, Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep, and Cain a worker of the ground. In the course of time, Cain brought to the Lord an offering of the fruit of the ground. And Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat portions. And the Lord had regard for Abel and his offering. But for Cain and his offering, he had no regard. So Cain was very angry, and his face fell. The Lord said to Cain, why are you angry, and why has your face fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door. Its desire is contrary to you, but you must rule over it. Cain spoke to Abel, his brother, and then they were in the field. Cain rose up against his brother Abel and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, where is Abel, your brother? He said, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? Where is your brother and sister? This story can be explained in different iterations. However, I would like for us to focus on the character of Cain and what the story is trying to convey about him. Cain is the firstborn of humanity. He is the first male from Adam and Eve. Eve is proud of it. The text says, I have gotten a man with the help of the Lord. Cain's profession is to work the grounds. Remember that the curse for man is to work the ground and labor, and the labor would be intensive. Abel is Cain's brother. 
his profession is being keeper of the sheep. We get to see through Cain and Abel the first expression of worship to God as they both step into giving their offerings. The text says, In the course of time, Cain brought to the Lord uh, uh, an offering of the fruit of the ground. And Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat portions. As th- at this time, there's a turning point we see Cain have. God regarded the offering of Abel and not of Cain's. Now I know we want to understand why that happened. Why would God not regard Cain's offering? Isn't it unfair to do that? There are many explanations and reasons why God wouldn't regard Cain's offering. But my hope is that we are not stuck on the why for God's choosing. Instead, ask, how did Cain respond? The scriptures say, the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry and why has your face fallen? You see, there will be many times in our lives where, where we will might not find the answers that we like for the questions that we ask towards God. But we do have a choice in how to respond. Cain had a choice in how to respond whether he knew the why or not. But his choice in that moment is to be angry and have his face fallen. But God did not ignore that. God talked to Cain and asked him two intentional questions. Why are you angry? And why is your face fallen? You see, God is concerned in verse 6 and gives counsel. God wants to help Cain uh, to reflect in his response and help understand his emotions. He is not being rhetorical. God wants to hear Cain's heart. Yet Cain is angry because his offering was not regarded. This shows us that Cain's spirit is arrogant and his intentions are evil. We can confirm his response as we read through 1 John chapter 3, verse 12, or Hebrews chapter 11, verse 4, or Jude chapter 1, verse 11, or Proverbs chapter 29, verse 10. But Cain is given another chance to make a choice. God's second question says, why is your face fallen? The word face fallen is an idiom that means that the inner anger is reflected in Cain's facial expression. The fallen or downcast face expresses anger, dejection, or depression. I believe many of us have been in this situation. We're mad at God. We're mad at the situation. And God sees our emotion in our heart and face. And we ignore him when he talks to us. What do you do when you feel something is unjust? Who do you go to? Do you go to the family of God? Do you go to your brother or sister in Christ to share why you're upset with God? Who is praying for you? However, in the text, Cain doesn't have a response to the two questions. 
I wonder, did he ignore God? Did he decide not to speak? I wonder what was going through his mind. Have you done that to God? I wonder how different the story would have been if he went to Abel and talked about how upset he was. Adam and Eve allowed Satan to split the original intent of family. The second big split was with Cain. He was alone and chose to be alone. And he chose to allow sin to split his family, Abel, Adam, and Eve. And again, God says to Cain in verse 7, If you do well, will you not be accepted? If you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door. Its desire is contrary to you, but you must rule over it. The word accepted means lifted up. It's this idea of smiling upon versus frowning upon. God is responding to the expression Cain had by his face fallen. God is asking Cain, if you do well, would you not be regarded, blessed, and victorious in him? Moreover, in a deeper sense, God has seen the heart of Cain fallen, and God wants Cain to overcome his fallen face because anger can lead towards sin. God never said he would never regard Cain. God is redemption. But Cain did not know how to repent, to turn away from the sin he felt and walk to God. His, his choice was sin or God. And anytime you repent, you leave one thing to gain the other. You leave sin to gain God. Moreover, the word sin is portrayed with this, this animal imagery. Sin is described as a beast crouching, ready to pounce. Or a demon is crouching at your door. Or as John chapter 10 verse 10 describes it, the thief enters only to steal, kill, and destroy. The word desire means urge, strong emotion, inclination. The desire that Cain has is opposite of who God created Cain to be. The desire is to do evil, to do wrong, to harm, to not live according to how God wanted him to live. Like Cain, sin took over humanity and is like a prey crouching at our door Daily, we face individualism, loneliness, depression, rejection, political issues, divisiveness, and self-righteousness. Sin and Satan has separated us from God, and we want to do evil. But through Christ, we are drawn to him and his family God gave us an, a way out, not only through his son, but to reimagine family. And with, fa and with family, we have accountability, trust. We also have protection, companionship, hope, joy, and humility. And God said to Cain, you must rule over it. 
we also need to rule that desire to reject our brother and sister and be submitted by the power of the Holy Spirit to recognize the sin crouching in our lives and stand in the victory of Jesus. And this is only possible through through the one who ruled over all sin, Jesus. This is why we need to be in prayer together. Submit to Christ together and continue to ask for his help and lean into his righteousness and not ours. Therefore, God did not create us to reject our brother and sister. Jesus taught us that in the kingdom of God, we are to love our brother and sister. We don't get to choose who we like. We don't get to choose who is in our family. Only God does. In Matthew chapter 25, verse 34 through 40, Jesus shares this parable about the people who did the righteous thing. In verse 40, this is what it says. The king will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you, do, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Let us not be like the Pharisees in which they made it hard for people to receive God. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 23, verse 3 through 4, So do and observe whatever they tell you, but not the works they do, for they preach but do, uh, but do not practice. They tie up heavy burdens, hard to bear, and lay them on people's shoulders, but they themselves are not willing to move them with their finger. The Pharisees, like Cain, made it impossible for people to enjoy God. They put a stop in life. Who are the people you have made it hard for to feel part of the community of faith? Who are the people you made it a stumbling block to receive Christ? Where is Abel in your community? Paul in chapter 2, uh, Paul in Galatians chapter 2, had to call Peter out for treating the Gentiles unfairly. Even though they believed in Jesus, Peter was treating them differently. Paul saw this and confronted Peter and made sure to mention not to treat the Gentile believers differently. Paul saying, do not allow the family of God to split. So God finally asks the question I have been asking you through the sermon. Where is your brother and sister? Cain didn't want to take responsibility of his brother and responded sarcastically. I wonder if Cain took Abel as an inconvenience rather than a companion. I wonder who are the people in our lives, in our community, that are able an inconvenience even though God gave us an opportunity to build companionship. We are created in his image. God is inviting the Abels to be in the family of God. So how should we respond? I pray that we don't respond the way Cain did. I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? How cruel to say that to God. Cain gives a dismissive, unwilling, unresponsive, uncaring response. No guilt, no remorse, no forgiveness, no metanoia, repentance. 
as people of God, believers of the gospel, believers of the resurrection, believers of the incarnation, believers of the triunity of God, he gave us an opportunity through the power of the Holy Spirit to reimagine family and to draw people in who are searching for hope. We should love and care and be in the world to be light and salt to those who don't know Jesus, to preach the gospel of restoration, to preach the gospel of redemption, to preach the gospel of hope. You see, sin takes away hope. Sin puts up divisions, barriers, hostility. However, Those in Christ are people of reconciliation. It says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 14 through 18, For he himself is our peace, who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, by setting aside in his flesh the law with its commands and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace. And in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross by which he put to death their hostility. He came and preached peace to those who were far away and peace to those who were near. For through him, we both have access to the Father by one spirit. In your church family, who do you need to reconcile with? Can you see beyond certain political views, agreement on race, the undocumented immigrant, the refugees, the homelessness, the conservative, the liberal? Seeing beyond is Jesus through his death and resurrection to see people created in God's image. We are to see them, the person, the human, and understand that Jesus came for them and he calls us to love them. Where is your brother and sister? It is easy to dismiss the people that are not like you. But whoever does the will of the Father is our brother, sister, or mother. As I shared my story earlier about my family, by having a family that was mixed and not know that some people were not related to me, allowed me to receive and rethink how Jesus called us to be a family. Noah Church, let us continue to tell people about the gospel lessen the barriers, and build the kingdom of God. Serve the neighbors in our community and be a family that is distinguished and attractive to all. So I'll leave you with a question. Where is your brother and sister?